All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Holding Hands. Uh, it's been a little while here. Uh, we haven't been, well, it's only real hopped on the mic a couple weeks ago and kind of talked to everybody. Um, I've been away and kind of doing yeah. Aftermath podcast. You know, I got an Aftermath with uh, my boy Brandon. Yeah. Um, so I've been kind of focusing on sports here lately. Um, I got one of my former teammates on here. I don't know if you want to say something, but I uh, got one of my former teammates, uh, former adversaries after he left and went to Rickers on us. Uh, I got my friend, uh, Jawan Harley, if you want to say a few words, and then we'll kind of. Yeah, man, uh, it's a blessing to be here, man. You know, me and Thomas go way back. Ninth grade, man. Um, the awesome story about this is that, uh, you know, him and Brandon was like my best friends when I was at Lincoln. Like, I felt like a loner. I felt like, you know, I didn't belong there, but. You know, me and them guys, you know, I don't know if they know, but they were my brothers, my best friends. I would did anything for them. So, you know, leave them. Some good, some good times. <laughs> it's just like a family union right now. But like I said, when we was in high school, man, you know, that was, that was my boys, man, my buddies. Yeah, yeah. I remember freshman year, you played, even though it was, it was bad, I think we lost all them games that year. But you ended up playing quarterback and – put the team on your back and we tried our best to win them games, but they ain't never come out the way we want them to come out. But I do remember your, your hard work, your, your ethic, and just grinding no matter what position you was playing. I know you play a little quarterback, you end up uh, mainly playing safety. Um, but I remember you playing quarterback and just putting, like I said, putting the team on your back and just trying to carry us to a victory. But it was some good times. Yeah, oh, it was definitely. crazy when you left, man. It was like, it was shocking. But I, yeah. I, I remember your situation and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, just crazy times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also got It's Only Real here. She has a few questions for us. We want to get started. So um, I just want to say thank you for joining the pod today. I know, you know, you have your busy schedule and everything. But I wanted to start off by um, just having you – um, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your background and your career, and we'll go from there. Yeah, um, first of all, I'm Juwan Harley from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, I have a crazy journey, and everything that happened to me uh, is what you don't want anyone to have to go through, but someone has to go through it, and that's my journey. You know, uh, going from, like Thomas said, was at the same high school that I transferred. And just starting in high school, it was, it was crazy for me. So I had the tough times of, you know, coaches, not having coaches, being my own recruiter, doing everything for my team at Rickards, you know, um, just fighting for scholarships and eventually got those scholarships and ranking in nations and stuff and then helping my other teammates try to get scholarships. You know, I was being a coach when, you know, I'm just eight, 17, 18 years old. You know, I took on that role. Uh, and then, you know, fast forwarding, I'm another guy that got to college and suffered uh, heat exhaustion and two swollen kidneys. Um, and then transferred and got wow. thrown on the bus going to the NFL and got to the NFL from Walmart to the, uh, you know, with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And, I remember you bumping into you at Walmart. <laughs> you know, I remember. Yeah. And then you go from seventh on the depth chart to – fight for a star position, get cut, no agent, and you just go through all these trials and tribulations. Then I started a business uh, called Made, Make Adjustment, Delay Excuses. And, uh, you know, and that's just me, a guy that no matter what, would never allow a, um, 
uh, obstacle become a pity party. I always use it as a stepping stone. So right. I'm just a guy that's going to keep pressing forward until more doors open. Right. And that's, that's what I look up to you about, man. It's just just always grinding, it's motivation all the time, just positivity and always trying to speak positivity into things and finding the greener grass instead of being a negative person. That's, that's something I always viewed and got from you. And that's what, that's what I loved about you, man. I appreciate it. Humbling to hear that, for real. It's very Ooh. humbling. Um, so can you tell us um, who introduced you to sports and when did you start playing? Uh, that would be my dad. Uh, that's, I tell you now, well, my dad passed in 2018, but I kid you not, we are the same person. I mean, identical person. If we was born in the same era, we'll be bumping heads because be like, hold up, this is my time, you know? But my dad, uh, I saw throwing the ball. They told me at 18 months, you know, he, uh, he was a Charlie Ward fan. So my first football was Florida State <laughs> and he was grooming me from there. So since 18 um, months old, I've been picked up with football, but I was told everything I could put my hands on, that's what I did, you know, from basketball, baseball, track, whatever, you know. But my dad actually, you know, led me to it. Okay, yeah. I know you dabbled a little bit in basketball, and you said, you kind of said that's one of your – something you do for a for fun, pastime type thing. That is a lot to – it seems like you have a lot on your plate. So you play basketball and you play football, right? Yeah, I well, I'll tell you a story about that. I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. It's very interesting, okay? So mm-hmm. only people know um, basketball was my love. I actually mm-hmm. – I don't know if um, Thomas, you remember. Yeah. Um, I had stopped football at Lincoln. I just, I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> basketball. Yeah. basketball. But leading towards that, like going from middle school to um, high school, I was on AU traveling, and I was getting known for basketball. So that was my thing. You know, I was like back home in Tallahassee. Uh, I was the only kid dunking in middle school at 5'7". You know, so it was like, you know, I may could do this thing, you know. and um, But I realized I'm only going to get – at that time in high school, I was maybe, what, six feet. I'm six two now. But um, at Rickers, I kid you not, right now, the head basketball coach who has what, championships, he tell everybody that he posted out a fifth championship if I was stayed on the team. But I decided not to continue basketball, and I went to football. Wow. So I like – I played basketball for a little bit. But I wasn't like – in high school, I stopped. Yeah, but, so I mean, I'm just going to throw it out. Um, that's what we're trying to – we're trying to introduce my son. My son, four years old. We just mm-hmm. – we just, that's what we just got back from. Um, yeah, we, get, we don't sign him up for soccer. Um, just trying to get him in sports and, and – mainly trying to teach him the mentality. <laughs> so right now he's just running behind everybody and watching the soccer ball roll past him. So just trying to say, yeah, it's all good. He going to learn. Yeah. yeah. You know, just well, let just, him he'll, yeah. grow, he'll grow into it. You know, just give right. him some time. What would you – what advice would you give players who are in similar situations as you have played – um, and are looking to play in the NFL? Not even NFL, just college or just trying to make it, just trying to get – I mean, it's easy to play high school balls. I mean, you've automatically made a team, but not everybody make it to college. And, like, what can you – what advice, what can you tell? Because 
I would have loved to have some of the information I know now mm-hmm. back when I was coming out. What can you tell a guy, an upcoming guy, an upcoming, not even a guy, upcoming uh, student or somebody that want to be successful in college sports? I'll tell them always believe in yourself because it's it's going to get to a point where you it's going to get to a point where you're going to tell yourself like this is not worth it you know going through hell why continue to keep pushing and going forward well my case i always want to find out what's going to happen next what's going to happen next with juan harley if i give up am i going to go home and just be like wow i should have did this i should have did that but if i can empty my tank what I've been blessed with and continue to press forward, I'm going to find out what's going to happen. I will never have to worry about uh, the what else, the shoulda, woulda, couldas, you know, and, and that's why I encourage a lot of those that are coming up and those that are in it now with sports and just life in general, that you have to keep pressing forward and find out what's happened next, no matter the obstacle, because at the end of the day, the purpose is bigger than you. What I'm going through with my journey, it's going to inspire someone after me, and that's how I look at it. I look at it as way bigger than Juwan Hart. All right. So currently you uh have you you have, like you say, you started your own business, um, make adjustments, delete excuses. Um, what led you to getting into I mean, I guess it's like fitness training, life coach type. What led you into getting into that type of uh career? Well, I pretty much grew up in it. Uh my dad, he uh did bodybuilding from eight or to uh, the early 2000, being an NPC judge, won Mr. Florida, top 10 in the world. I mean, all the accolades you could think of. So I was already grown into the fitness world, but to start the business, it's because, <laughs> it's, it's a wild story. I was driving by Tallahassee Moore Hospital, and I mean, I'm moping. Uh, I'm like, why all this happened? Why me? And, and I looked to the hospital, and I'm like, you know, um, somebody's giving birth. And somebody's dying here. You know, it's always could be worse, but it's always joy at the end. And I just say, you know what? From here on out, there's no more excuses. I'm not pulling no fingers. I'm gonna make these adjustments. I'm gonna do the excuses and I'm gonna keep going. That was that's what led to the brand. Now the fitness part was I had to stay in shape for the teams to call me and be ready. And I didn't have the money to get a trainer. I didn't have the money to uh help me with nutrition. Uh I had to become self-motivated. So all the things with the life coaching, the personal fitness, the, uh, the nutrition part, it's all things that I had to learn for myself. And I use my journey for others to help them as well. So that's the whole circle of uh, me. That's how I came about. Okay. You want to kind of tell the people how they can get in contact with you? I mean, we could do it at the end, but you can do it now as well. Because, um, yeah. shoot. We need to get into it ourselves. We need to start looking, especially nutrition plans, because that's our big thing is not eating right. We get out and pretty active, but we just don't be eating right. But you can kind of throw it out there and kind of tell everybody how they can get in contact with you if they want to uh, yeah. get into May. Definitely, definitely. You know, you can check us out at uh, com, and we have online fitness, virtual fitness for the home. Uh, we have workout packets. We have everything you could think of. There's no excuses. We have meal guides for uh, those who are omnivores, uh, pescatarian, vegan, vegetarian, whatever. We cater to whatever you need at the end of the day. We became a one-stop shop, and that's what we want to do so everyone can know. You come here, you get exactly what you need. 
Uh, like I said, you go on the website, we the only business out there that's made, uh, made uh, make adjustments to the excuses. So come check us out. Okay. And do you mind sharing a nugget of dietary um, tips for those that might be on the edge or contemplating um, a weight loss journey or just an overall wellness journey? Well, yeah, definitely, definitely. What you want to do, I tell everyone, especially the eating, you do not want to say that um, I'm on a diet. And in my eyes, when you say diet, that's something that eventually comes to an end. So what we want to create is a lifestyle, all right? So we right. encourage, like for instance, like you have to get your body on a cycle, speed up metabolism, but get it on a cycle. Um, so when you get up in the morning, we encourage that you're eating uh, breakfast within the 30, 45 minutes of waking up. Within two to three, two to four hours, you need to eat a snack with some protein with your fibers. And then you come with your lunch. You know, we have a schedule for that within two to four hours. And then another two to four hours, you're eating a snack. You know, either most people are working out around that time or, you know, basically getting off work. And after that, you have your dinner, you know, cut back on the cars toward dinner's time. You know, basically every two to four hours, whatever you're eating something. Um, we make sure that you get in the right um, calorie count. So our meal guys average from um, 23,000 calories if you want to gain weight up to 9,000 calories. And we make sure we give you options so you don't have to eat the same thing over uh, every day, every time you switch it up, give you a calorie count. So um, basically it's about getting yourself on a schedule, creating that routine, and just getting getting started on a day-to-day basis. All right. Well, yeah, we definitely going – we definitely need to do that. We're trying to get – Trying to get a little fit, man. Trying to get a little better, especially. <laughs> yes. Um, just like, like I said, we in another city, and we we not we not doing what we used to be doing. I'm, not, I'm definitely not playing ball no more. Speaking of not playing ball, uh, I see I always see you tweeting out your uh, some of your highlights from some of your previous stops, and um, what drives you to still? I mean, like I'm I'm about to turn thirty next month. Um. What continues to drive you to to want to continue to, to uh, pursue the NFL career? Is well, simply easy. They say I can't do it. Yes. <laughs> they, they say when you get a certain age, you're not as fast, agile, and 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 whatnot. You're not having youth. But the craziest thing is, I noticed when I was coming out of college, like my body matured a little different. And I like my torso didn't grow until I was 23. You feel me? So my arms grew another two, two, three inches at the age of 24. So I noticed that I'm a little different with my body. Uh, I became more flexible, more flexible than I was when I was 23. I jumped higher than I was at uh, 21. I run just as fast, but stronger now than I ran in my pro day in 2013. And I'm noticing. Things, you know, in our, in our prime. <laughs> exactly. You know, so basically they saying that you at your end, it's, they want to say that, but I'm showing that I'm not, I'm ready at my peak, you know. So I noticed that if you look at boxers, I love thinking about boxers. A lot of their prime is around age 27 to 30. All right. Muhammad Ali was at his best when he was at 28 turning 29. Jackie Robinson didn't get into the major league, so he was like 29. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at stuff like this, and they didn't have the nutrition and stuff that we have now. So I look at it as, you want to tell me that I can't do something. 
I'm gonna say, I'm gonna show you I'm possible. So turn the impossible, make it into a positive thing, and say I'm possible. So that's what I got going on, man. Yeah, I feel you. Cause every time I see you uh, tweeting out there, I try to retweet them as much <laughs> as I can, man. I be trying. Somebody on somebody gonna give you a call. Cause shoot, I'm a Falcons fan. They don't lost so many safeties and stuff. Is uh, just the first few couple of weeks. So I'm trying to retweet something, man. Well, let me tell you the good thing though is that I'm getting attention from teams. Like I'm literally, I look on my um database is. Cleveland, Jacksonville, Atlanta, uh, Seahawks, uh, Chargers, um, the Jets. I mean, the list goes on. So it's just a matter of time. So what I'm doing just showing that I'm ready, I'm fit, I'm mentally ready, I'm physically ready. And because, for instance, I have a lot of experience. If you look it up, I'm the only person right now in history that signed and negotiated his own contract, NFL, CFL, AFL, NAL, IFL, uh, and I got in the SFL supplement drought, but the COVID hit. So I would have signed with the SFL. So look at a guy who signed 12 Dang. professional contracts and negotiated them on his own. So I'm looking for that magic number 13. Hopefully it's the NFL. Yeah, man. I hope you get in there, man. That'd be, that'd be super amazing, man. Um, is there anything else you want to add, man? Anything else you want to tell the people, anybody that's listening? Anything that you – I mean, I know – a lot of stuff you like I said, a lot of stuff you do and say is a uh, very motivational. Anything else you wanna add? Yeah, definitely. I definitely wanna encourage everyone out there that whatever you set your mind to, go for it. It's gonna be tough. It's nothing worth having is gonna come easy. You know, you're gonna reach out for help and, and you're gonna get a short hand. But you have to just continue to persevere and believe in yourself. And once people start seeing that you believe in yourself, I always say catch a rhythm. Most people say catch a wave. The wave, at the end of the day, it goes down. That's why when surfers go, that, that wave lasts by a good 10 seconds down. But what you got to do is catch your rhythm. And that rhythm of the beat is your heart and that spirit. Because at, at times, your body going to get weak. And you're going to rely on your, on your mind. And that mind will get tired, but you got to rely on that spirit. And when that spirit going, that means you have fire, fire um, blades. That means those flames are blue. And you got to keep going while you're hot. You cannot, whatever you do, you cannot stop. Keep your feet running. Keep your mind running. Keep your body going and everything works so yes thank you so much for joining <laughs> us you are an inspiration you and your wife i'm so sad that she wasn't able to join us but um hopefully next you know when we meet together on the pod we can have her join and tell us you know a little bit about her role and how she plays a factor into your success oh yeah i'll tell you what man i i, <laughs> I kid you not all the fellas out there hey out there running around, that's not where it's at. You get a beautiful queen, I mean, beautiful that's inside right. out. That's where it's at. That's where it's sure. at. <laughs> I, I, plenty of times when I, I want to throw in the towel, there's plenty of times where, I mean, I'm just, I'm in the dirt. And, and, and I just feel like the world is on me. She's right there every time and just brush me off and say, you got this, baby, let's go. So I tell you, when you got that right one by your side, everything's possible. I definitely agree with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just say that because I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> uh, nah, I mean, you say a lot of good motivational stuff. I mean, I like it when you say it, but I, st I still take it to heart. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, man. So Again, Juwan, thank you for coming on, man. It's been a, a privilege to speak to you, man. Uh, Again, I'm gonna keep retweeting them on them, them, them videos. Keep you gonna you gonna get on, man. Yes, and we look forward to witnessing greatness out of you because we. I want some tickets. Know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I appreciate it. And I never forget. I tell you, I never forget who's like sincere. Like, I kid you not, I lost a lot of people that I thought was great, you know, and I'm talking family members. I'm talking, I thought brothers. Uh, I mean, friends. I mean, because I've been pilot. <laughs> I kid you not, literally homeless. You know what I'm saying? No money. The dream is dim. And, but that's when, like they say, when it's the darkest, you can see the light very clear. And I know what's real. I, I know when to move, when not to move. I can feel everything. So, like I say, anyone that's down and out, just hold on. That's why I say keep your feet moving. You know, in football, we all say keep, me, keep your feet moving. Drive your feet. I, I use that in life. Can you keep driving and driving? Eventually, your opponent going to give out, and they're going to say, you know what? Let them buy. And that's with life. You keep driving and driving. Life's going to give in. Right. I agree. All right. Well, thank you so much for everyone that's listening, for listening to another episode of um, Holding Hands Podcast. Um, if you would like to find Jawan, did you already give um, your social media accounts and your website? Uh, yeah, he gave his website. But as in for personal, mm-hmm. it's our website, jawanharley.com. You'll find uh, all my social media there, blogs, videos, inspirational stuff. So jawanharley.com, you'll find everything from me. All right, y'all check him out. And as always, thank you for listening to another episode of Hold a Hand Podcast. And y'all have a wonderful evening. All right. Hey, Juwan, what you listening to right now? We're going to take the pod out with a song. Yeah, sure. Oh, man. Uh, tell you the truth, what I've been doing is not listening to music for a while. I switched it up and I said, I want to listen to nature. Oh, I love that. I listen to rain sounds to go to sleep. I open up the window and I just listen. Mm-hmm. It's slow like that because humans we don't supposed to get a certain amount of um hertz and, and vibration so that's why a lot of us are aging faster than we should because the music is too many hertz so they make you go from a certain age is a little bit more so i start listening to nature slow stuff down to the beginning of time so my thing mm-hmm. is nature. i listen to life that's neat. Interesting. We got to have a, a follow-up conversation about this. Because I tell him all the time, I sleep with um, rain sounds at yeah, night. Yeah, she have it on. And, it, you know, I have one track in particular that has healing properties in it. Yep. And um, I, I listen to it all the time. He laughed at me. And I was like, no, I'm telling you, like, if I listen to it the next day, I feel different. I, I can't really explain it, but it's just like, I feel rested. So I feel you on that. Um, I could. Let me tell you what I really heard. Now, this this is some real stuff. All right, so if you really think about the beginning of time, right, mm-hmm. there wasn't any what, beat machines. It, it wasn't all this technology. Mm-hmm. Everything was made through the spirit. So mm-hmm. if I heard an instrument, I'm hearing a spiritual connection. Right. So if I do listen to something, it'll be something like jazz. I'm hearing from a live horn. It's, it's from the human vibration to another human vibration. So things like mm-hmm. that helps with aging to keep you people don't know that it's great for healing because of the natural vibrations so it's stuff like that going back to the natural the beginning of times and i i kid you not if you look at the motherland you have a lot of people over there like i, I watch this video and i know it's probably a little old but i watch this video and this guy's like 40 50 years old and he's like jumping and running doing all this stuff and no technology around him and i'm like how's he doing this what what is it and what it is, he's in tune with himself. He know himself. 
And that's what I've done to keep my youth. That's why at age 29, I can do more things I did when I was younger because I'm more in tune myself. So I encourage that you listen to nature, listen to live music, jazz, or anything dealing with um, the human planet, a live instrument. There's and, all this electronic yeah, stuff. Exactly. Because you need, you need a certain amount of hertz to keep the youth. Okay, so what would be your your recommendation for your jazz song? Ooh, it's so many. I, I I really love Miles Davis, man. Okay. Ooh. You know, some Miles Davis. I um uh, I like listen to um excuse me. Oh man, um Billy Holiday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I like to listen to uh Night Cold Train, you know. I know some old school name. I'm telling you, it's like it's just that's you a know, jazz history fan. You, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I, hey, you know, I'm I'm really big on uh, Kenny G. Kenny G, real smooth man. Okay, real. so we can do Kenny G because I love me some Kenny G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kenny G, real smooth. All right, well, we'll end it with the Kenny G man again. Thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, have a great night. All right, bless up. Next time we we got to get into some deeper conversations with you and your wife about these uh spiritual healings and yes. things like that. I love that stuff. I'm like, I love it. All right, <laughs> good night. All right, good night.